Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bucs Nation? Welcome to today's episode of Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I am your host for today's episode, David Harrison. James Yarko has this episode off, but you can find him anyway at jyarko underscore bucks. You can find me at dharrison82, both on Twitter. You also find everything that James and I are writing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over at bucksnation.com part of SB Nation and you can find that on Twitter as well at Bucks underscore nation find the show at Locked on Bucks welcome to today's episode new listeners and returning listeners please if you haven't already hit the subscribe button drop a rating preferably five stars drop a review and we will read those five star reviews on the air as we go through the offseason of course we're going to kick off today's episode of the Locked on Bucks podcast with the biggest news that happened uh, and then Buccaneers land, that is some returning players. And and we're going to kick it off with Donovan Smith, who we already knew was returning. Jason Light already earlier in the offseason stating that he had fully expected uh, Donovan Smith and Ryan Jensen to be part of the team in 2021. Both of them uh, had pretty high price tags on their contracts with no dead money tied to them. So, of course, as people looked around and said, where can the Buccaneers free up money? Donovan Smith and Ryan Jensen were two names that came up a lot of times in those conversations simply because the, the team could very easily clear double-digit cap space uh, with no dead cap money by simply moving one of those two gentlemen. However, when you look at the offensive line, you look at the work that Tom Brady put in with his center and Ryan Jensen, you put it, you look at the success they had down the stretch, especially in the postseason. Obviously, the Buccaneers wanted to bring back that unit as intact as possible, and they now will, thanks to the extension that the Buccaneers just agreed to with Donovan Smith on Wednesday. It's a two-year extension, adding $31.8 million to Donovan Smith's current total that was already coming into the 2021 season. So the way that I understand that this is breaking down, Donovan Smith now under contract with the Buccaneers for the 2021, 2022, and 2023 seasons. However, only 2021 and 2022 have guaranteed money tied to them so far. Greg Allman of The Athletic did tweet shortly after the news broke that Donovan Smith had agreed to a two-year contract extension with the Buccaneers that the extension freed up about $10.6 million in 2021 salary cap space for the Buccaneers because they turned $14.2 million of Donovan's base salary, uh, most of it anyway, into a bonus, and then they extended that bonus payment out over a couple of years or over the lifespan of the three years that he now has, and that dropped his salary cap number for this year to $3.6 million, but they also tacked on two voidable years. So that's money that the Buccaneers will pay Donovan Smith where he's not necessarily under contract to play for the Buccaneers in those two voidable seasons. Now, the way that that works for those who aren't clear on voidable years, if, if a player has a voidable year in their contract and they play for the team that has the voidable year contract with them, that money, they're already getting paid that money. So let's say I have a voidable year this coming year with the Locked On Bucks podcast for $500, right? So when the 2021 season starts, no matter what, Locked On is going to pay me $500. That's what a voidable year means. Now, if I stay with Locked On, whatever payment they give me that we agree to is in addition to that $500. So that $500 doesn't become part of that contract. So it's a separate payment from a separate deal, but it is money that you can get on top so basically it allows the player to make sure they get their money it allows the team to finesse the salary cap as we we see so often happen in the nfl 
but then it also allows a player, you know you're getting your money, and then you have another opportunity, another bite at the apple, I guess you were saying, to go negotiate and uh, to, to make things work. Gil Arcia over at BucksNation.com wrote uh, the article publishing, or the report publishing, Donovan Smith coming back to the Buccaneers, and then he wrote in his column uh, that as of Wednesday morning, and of course there's another move that we're going to talk about that impacts this number, but the NFLPA was reporting the Buccaneers have, having $5.4 million in cap space. So with that additional 10.6, you take it up to about $16 million in salary cap space that the Buccaneers theoretically have. Again, these numbers are so fluid that it's kind of hard. Even the NFLPA's numbers may not be completely caught up and, and 100% accurate, so it's hard to really look at them. But that kind of gave you a ballpark of where the Buccaneers were sitting during Wednesday, early or afternoon and, and late morning uh, as they came to this deal. Uh, with Donovan Smith and of course that led into some other moves that we're going to talk about here on the other side of our first break and this first break is brought to you by our friends our title sponsor for today's episode Rock Auto who want to remind you that with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of vehicles it's literally impossible for your local park car parts store to stock all the parts you're going to need in their traditional chain storefront so what you're going to do is you're going to sit there with the guy at the counter and you're going to go through a whole lot of questions and basically at the end of the day he's going to order you the parts that his warehouse already happens to store but why but you don't have to do you don't have to go through that pain and suffering because you have a computer you have access to rockauto.com you have access to the biggest car parts store available chain stores have those different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers but rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and they're always reliably low rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years so go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers when you do right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at built bar and guys we've been telling you about built bar for a while now it's the best tasting protein bar on the market. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and it's an amazing tasting protein bar covered in 100% chocolate. Every single bar covered in 100% chocolate. Now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness, and we are really in the thick of things. Go to BuiltBar.com or go to Bar underscore Built on Twitter to cast your vote for the most recent matchup. See how the tournament is unfolding as we try to figure out which protein bar will go down as the best of them all. Remember, while you're at BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and which bar will become the best-tasting protein bar of them all. Back now for segment two here at the Locked on Bucks podcast. David Harrison, your host on Twitter at dharrison. 82. My co-host James Yarko is off for today's episode, but you can find him on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks. Again, find the show at Locked On Bucks. When you're done listening to today's episode of Locked On Bucks, go and check out the Locked On Today podcast. Get more of the sports you need in less than 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast, hosted by Peter Bukowski on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts like this one, the Locked On Bucks podcast. And on this Thursday episode, we spent segment one talking about the re-signing, the extending, rather, of left tackle Donovan Smith because, to be quite frankly, guys, it's the most important move that happened for the Buccaneers today. He is a left tackle protecting a Hall of Fame quarterback that just helped you or just helped lead your team to a Super Bowl win. So that is the most important move. But if you guys have been listening to our offseason programming, then you already know James and I have already identified one guy as the main guy that we wanted to see the Buccaneers re-sign for the 2021 season, and that was defensive lineman. And Dominic and Sue, and it wasn't long after 
the news broke that Donovan Smith and the Buccaneers had agreed to that extension. That news also broke, uh, saying that the, that the Buccaneers and Dominican Sue were also getting close to their own agreement. Tom Pelissero of NFL Network tweeting, quote, five-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle and Dominican Sue is closing in with the Bucs on a one-year deal worth $9 million, fully guaranteed plus incentives per source. Entering year 12, Sue has made an impact on and off the field in Tampa, another big piece of the title team back to go for two of course, that news all in itself was extremely exciting in the $9 million price tag. Uh, I've seen some other tweets and some reports. I don't know if anything is, is completely finalized just yet, uh, but the rumor on the, the word on the street is that, again, the ever-popular void year in, void years in the contract is being used here for Indomitian Sioux. So the expectation is that all $9 million of that reported agreement will not go to Indomitian Sioux in 2021 and take nine million dollars off that salary cap instead you're probably looking at i don't know four and a half and four and a half or maybe three three and three however they decide to work that uh, as they continue to build out this roster for the 21 2021 season of course before news of this signing came out and before wednesday morning broke there was another story involving Indomitian Sioux and something that, uh, again, Gil Garcia wrote up for BucksNation.com as the Athletics' Greg Allman, one of the one of the more well-known and respected reporters around the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, appeared on the Ronnie and T. Crash show over at 95.3 WDAE and said, quote, Indomitian, I think, is closer to deciding between retiring or returning. He's 34, literally has twins due this week. I think that could be some of the things there. Uh, that making a big decision, do you want to come back? Do you not want to come back? I feel you want to give the full perspective of, wow, I have twins here. I'm newly married in the last year. You just want to be able to decide that and everything you have. Almond did later, as Arcia writes, uh, that both sides have a mutual interest and would, did want to see Indominus Sue back in pewter again. Uh, but sometimes life outside of football kind of tends to take over, and we've seen that happen before. But then with this news breaking on Wednesday, uh, and Dominican Sue actually took to Instagram and shared a message uh, himself, a video of himself dancing, and then a, a picture of him uh, in a Buccaneers uniform, very hyped up. So I think uh, as, as much as that move is not officially official just yet, it will be officially official soon enough, probably after the birth of his twins. Of course, we we uh, we congratulate the Locked On Bucks podcast, congratulates Dominican and his wife and the Sue family uh, for their pending, the pending arrival of their new additions to their family so a lot of big news a lot of exciting news happening for the tampa bay buccaneers on wednesday speaking of leonard fournette antonio brown jenna lane of espn reporting that the buccaneers have not closed the door on the return of leonard fournette playoff lenny lombardi lenny and uh, ab as well as they continue to build this roster out and that there are some other options and we've kind of talked about some of these again ryan jensen uh, still counts for 10 million dollars against the salary cap so they could do something similar so what they did with Donovan Smith, kind of move some of that guaranteed money around, lower his hit, his cap hit for the 2021 season, and then free up some money that way. Jason Pierre-Paul uh, is another player that Jenna mentioned in her column also uh, is set to count for $12.8 million against this year's salary cap. So another player they could choose to possibly extend, put in some void years there and spread that financial burden out over over the, the distant future. Not, not so distant future, but still distant future. Um, and then, of course, hope that the uh, the salary cap expands enough to swallow some of that for them. But, you know, that's going to be somebody else's problem. Uh, but look, I think the problem is, and Jenna writes this, and I think she hits it right on the head, is that uh, both of these young men have got to, and I say young, I know Antonio Brown's a little bit older, but both of these guys have got to kind of adjust maybe what their expectations are. Now, we don't have a lot of uh, quantifiable data or reports that say what they're asking for. But I mean, the market value expected 
for Leonard Fournette was somewhere around $8 million. And, you know, it'd be reasonable to think he's looking for six to $8 million somewhere in that range. I just don't think the Buccaneers are in the position to want to pay that much for one. And then the ability to pay that much for two. Uh, and then you look at Antonio Brown. And I know we quoted somebody having a, a, uh, market value on him at about two and a half million, maybe $3 million. But then you kind of look at that deal. He's on with the Patriots. That was at $5 million, uh, maybe five and a half. And I think that's probably more where Antonio Brown is looking for. But as a lot of people are talking about this free agent wide receiver market just has not been what a lot of people thought maybe it would be. And I think that the reason you had that counter activity is because of the shrunk down salary cap. I mean, and then you look at this year's NFL draft class, you've got a lot of wide receivers. You're going to have some guys that are available in the third round on this year's draft that could potentially go on to make significant impacts on their NFL rosters. Once they get in there, once they get up to speed, especially if they get a mini camp or two, a training camp experience and some play, some preseason games uh, to help get them warmed up for the regular season, you might be able to see some of that. Imagine what Justin Jefferson might've done if he had all that stuff at his disposal, instead of having to jump right into a kind of uh, cold, not, not all the way cold, but kind of cold in his rookie season, uh, that could have been a lot more. Uh, there could have been a lot more production from young Mr. Jefferson there for the Minnesota Vikings. And what we did see and what we already saw was quite impressive. But when you look at the wide receiver class, you know, for free agency, I mean, Kenny Galladay waited a long, long time before signing his deal, trying to get as much money out of a team as he possibly could. He ended up kind of finding his payday, but I don't think it didn't come without some arm twisting on his part. And then you look at, you know, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster went out there and kind of tested the market, but then he returns to the Pittsburgh Steelers taking less money than he probably hoped to get on, on, the, on the open market. T.Y. Hilton on Wednesday, re-signing with the Indianapolis Colts as well. So, I mean, uh, a lot of guys are just kind of resetting and, and saying, you know what, we're gonna just gonna, going to kind of stick it out and we're going to go with what we know. I mean, Curtis Samuel signed a pretty impressive free agent contract, but even he – went somewhere he was comfortable he he goes to ron rivera and washington football team he knows that team he knows the roster he knows or not the roster he knows how they're going to want to play and what the expectations out of him are going to be as a player so again kind of comfortable uh going back going there to head coach ron rivera and into the washington football team so just kind of the trend that we're seeing and then yeah i mean ab again until we know exactly how much he's actually asking for it's kind of hard to say that you need to come down on your number because we don't know what your number is but you kind of expect that if he was willing to kind of take you know that one to two that one and a half to two and a half million dollar range that they probably would have a deal done already and then leonard fournette if he was if he's out there looking for eight million dollars that could you know possibly explain why they're having some problems getting everybody resigned but for those two guys, I mean, the you got to imagine the pressure is is mounting just a little bit. I mean, the rest of the band is there, and and you know, at the end of the day, when you're Antonio Brown, you're Leonard Fournette, you had contributions, you did have a role in the postseason, the playoffs, and the Super Bowl run. And and don't get me wrong, I think everybody is appreciative of what they were able to do. But I don't think anybody's looking at this team and saying, man, if they don't get Leonard Fournette back, uh, then they're they're screwed. You know, for for 2021, I don't think anybody's looking at them and saying if they don't get Antonio Brown back then they're not going to have any success in 2021. You've got Chris Godwin coming back. You already got Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, a uh, chance to get healthy and come back for the 2021 season again. Tyler Johnson looked good in some spot starts. And then again, we talked, or some situations, not starts. Uh, but then we look, and then you look again at the draft class. We already kind of talked about it. There's a lot of room in this draft class to go per, to go pursue a wide receiver if you need to add one. You know, So if you want a tall one, there's going to be a tall one pretty much in every round that you can go. You need wingspan, you'll, you'll get wingspan. You want some speed, you'll get some speed. So, I mean, there are options out there for teams that need wide receivers, and if the Buccaneers aren't able to bring back Antonio Brown for one reason or another, there is going to be an option there to add to their roster who may not be A-B you know, specifically, but he'll be able to contribute in his own way. 
uh, the way the Buccaneers want, or they'll just elevate Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson, have them kind of step up in their roles, and then uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, if Leonard Fournette doesn't come back, and then whoever uh, they draft to the running back room. You assume they'll probably draft somebody there as James White returning to the New England Patriots, but there are some other options out there for the Buccaneers by way of running back room as well. So plenty happening on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front on Wednesday, plenty happening in the offseason. No real new additions, but a lot of returning faces that everybody wanted to see. And I mean, hey, man, every time they, they sign another player, resign another player, I see a Buccaneers fan saying, man, I can't believe they're actually doing this and pulling this off. And they are very, very close to pulling it off if uh, if if the Buccaneers and Leonard Fournette and AB can get on the same page and get it figured out, like AB said on Instagram. But even if they don't, I think they'll be perfectly fine and if you want to be perfectly fine in your sports ventures we've got the place for you to go and that is betonline.ag they are the fastest and easiest way for you to bet on all your sports action whether it be football futures the nfl draft prop bets coming up you've got nba action college basketball hockey and baseball is getting spun up as well they also cover awards tv shows and reality tv betonline.ag's got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine betonline.ag has you covered for all the new scores and odds you need it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. When you sign up, use a promo code Locked On, all one word, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you will get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, you make your first deposit at BetOnline.ag. Use promo code Locked On, and you'll get 50% in a welcome bonus from BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of this Thursday episode of Locked On Bucks podcast coming up. Are you ready for the NFL Draft? Join Locked On NFL Draft host Trevor Sikama and Benjamin Solak as they give you their latest positional rankings and analysis on 2021 draft prospects with team-centric guest mocks right around the corner. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you get podcasts. Back now for the final segment here at the Locked On Bucks podcast, David Harrison going solo. Find me on Twitter at dharrison82. My normal co-host, James Jarko, off for today's episode. You can find him at on Twitter at jjarko underscore bucks we've got two sound clips that we're going to end this uh this this episode with and the first one is going to come from your quarterback as tom brady recently joined james corden and formula one champion lewis hamilton uh, for a video series where both brady and hamilton talked about their careers gil arcia writing over at bucksnation.com quoting tom brady and some of this but we're going to let you hear some of the audio from this conversation between corden hamilton and your quarterback, Tom Brady. What the two of you have both achieved in the past 12 months within your sport, I think really separates being great and being the greatest of all time. Like, it, it suddenly it wasn't a debate. It's a fact. What is it that propels you on to just keep going and keep breaking records that you already set? First of all, I think it's a real love for what, you're, what I'm doing. You know, this isn't like a, a job. It's really a true love, and I fell in love with what I was doing a long time ago. So people from the outside would think, well, what else, what do you want to do? Well, I still, yeah, I don't know. You love what you're doing. Lewis loves what he's doing. Like, why take away one of the great loves of your life just arbitrarily to go do other things when, um, when maybe not the timing is right? I think the love of what I'm doing and then the willingness to continue to learn and to improve is what is really the most enjoyable. Ultimately, I was always trying to be my best, not the best. I always got satisfaction knowing that I prepared as hard as I could. I gave you know, so much emotionally 
to what I was doing. I gave so much to my teammates. I gave everything I had. And that's the most satisfying. So even if you don't get the outcome you want, you're still in a way satisfied, although you're probably not um, you know, happy, but there's a satisfaction knowing that you gave your very best. All right, guys, some real passionate stuff there and comments from quarterback Tom Brady. Uh, again, joining James Corden and, and Lewis Hamilton. Kind of just one more peek, I guess, behind the curtain, so to speak, of what makes Tom Brady tick as a professional football player. Uh, but we got a little bit more time left in today's episode, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to play a voicemail for you guys from a member of Bucks Nation that we received on Wednesday. What up, boys? Uh, what up, James? What up, Dave? This is Manny from Atmore. Just wanted to thank Dave for the uh, dream whisperer. Uh, um, he... Uh, address my uh my nightmare about Tom Brady getting hurt and all that and actually um pretty much uh love the answer man it made it just made a lot of sense made me actually did I did feel a little bit better although um we kind of know uh now that hey you know we we got to protect our man uh, as much as we can we get hurt in that department and uh sounds like there goes our uh, there goes our hopes for um for running it back uh Calling in this morning uh, is Wednesday. I still haven't heard anything about about Sue. Um, just worried. I don't know how we signed uh, uh, Nacho. I mean, I know that he filled in for Vita, and uh, he did, you know, pretty decent and stuff like that. But um, I just, I just feel like this little contracts keep taking up. Um, you know, maybe, maybe a good contract. For Sue and I'm with you guys uh, there. I mean, he he just needs to be there in order for our defense to to be able to to do what we did last year or even better. It, um, you know, him and, and Vita Vey are are really the line forces there. That's why JPP and Barrett can actually come around those corners or or have those gaps and spaces to be able to rush the the passers because we have these two massive uh, boys, you know, men that are. Uh, doing the work for us. I'm just worried. I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm I'm searching it. I'm trying to find it. There's just nothing on him. Um, you know, as far as uh, as far as uh, re-signing him, and I'm just wondering if you guys had any thoughts or any insight or anything like that uh, regarding Sue. Uh, you guys uh, keep it up, man. Fire the cannons. Go Bucks. All right, Manny. Appreciate the phone call, brother. I'm glad that uh, my answer last week could help. Uh, calm the nerves at least for a little while and yeah I mean the news of Donovan Smith is back obviously the Buccaneers having the same concerns for protecting their quarterback as you and I and so many other people around the Buccaneers franchise have and uh, I tell you what I genuinely hope Manny that you did not stop refreshing and looking for Indomitian Sioux news uh, after you called in to the to the voicemail line because if you didn't then you very you were very happy very shortly after you called in because that's uh, how quickly the Indomitian Sioux news broke after the Donovan Smith news also broke on Wednesday morning, early afternoon, uh, whatever time it was, it, depending on where you live. So, yeah, I mean, not only do do the Buccaneers have their offensive line intact and they've got uh, their guys coming back doing some some team-friendly things, working some numbers so that the team can bring back uh, the band, as everybody likes to say, but now the defensive line is also intact. And so both sides of the trenches for your Tampa Bay Buccaneers are secured in 2021, of course, going back to Manny's original concern. Health is always kind of a big question. Uh, I saw a tweet shared in a group chat that I'm in today that talked about how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were the healthiest team in the National Football League. Now, I think, you know, that's probably talking missed snaps, missed plays, and we know that Mike Evans 
uh, soldiered through some very significant injuries early on in the season. Chris Godwin also kind of plugging away through some injuries, um, some pins and some fingers, and playing and, and at times when other players may not have played than Scotty Miller uh, himself as well, plugging away. So some some definite warriors on the team. But, yeah, being healthy enough to be on the field is really the key because if you're on the field, you can do some damage. And uh, when you have the reputation of guys like Mike Evans and Tom Brady, even if you're not 100%, even if you're not at your best, you are still going to be impactful. Guys, we've got time before we get out of today's episode to read another five-star review from the Apple iTunes board. And this one comes from Donkey. Uh, I'm not sure that's your real name. I'm sure it's not. As part, I'm sure it's part of your screen name, as I see here, who writes, great podcast, by far my favorite Bucks podcast. Uh, podcast. The hosts are on point all the time, times 100. Uh, greatly appreciate that review, that review coming in actually just this month. So another five-star review right there. If you want to go ahead and leave the show a five-star review yourself, we will do our best to get that read uh, on the air. And if you don't want to do that, if you want to call in yourself and give us your own take about the show, about uh, the question of the week, which is which uh, free agent signing in Tampa Bay Buccaneers history is the best free agent signing in franchise history for this week. You still have time to do so. Just call in to 813-444-5841. If you'd rather send an email, send it to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Or as always, hit us up on Twitter. You can find me at dharrison82. Find James at jarco underscore bucks. Find the show at LockedOnBucks. In the meantime, find everything that James and I are writing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over at BucksNation.com, part of SB Nation, and on Twitter at Bucks underscore Nation. That's going to do it for today's episode. James and I will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week with you guys, celebrating some more good news, and we're going to have a little bit more fun before we get into the weekend until we talk again. If you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, wash your hands. Thank you so much for joining me right here at Locked